Athletic Brewing. I cracked open an Upside Dawn Golden Athletic Brew. And let me say this. No matter what you're looking for in a great non-alcoholic beer, the answer is always athletic. Great flavor? It's athletic. Award-winning styles? It's athletic. Huge variety? It's athletic. Fit for all times. That's a registered trademark, guys. Enjoy them anytime, anywhere, without ever slowing down your summer. Beach days, music festivals, swim meets, camping, late nights, early mornings, literally wherever summer takes you. And here's the best part to me, zero hangovers the next day. Mm -hmm. This summer, ask for the only non-alcoholic beer or brew you need to know. Athletic. Head to askforathletic.com to find it near you and use code TA2024 to get 15% off your first online order. That's code TA2024 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Don't trade Shane McClanahan for Bobby Cannavale in your AL Dynasty League, Nando. <laughs> Don't do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your favorite maybe 48 minutes of your week. It's Under the Radar, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball podcast, and the full crew is back together after a couple weeks of uh, miniature chaos. With me, as always, your friend of mine, Doug a somehow even more relaxed DVR, if you can imagine that. Yeah, look at that. He's, uh, you get on the Zoom, he's naked. Uh, my friend of yours, Econ. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's good to be back as a, as a full team. We have uh, actually some very odd, tangential, under-the-radar news. Phil Nevin is a manager now um, after uh, you know Ian heckled him, and he was fired by the Yankees and then brought on Joe Madden's staff, and now he's the manager of the Angels, and he's swooping in Jack McKeon style to save the Angels. Um, Joe Madden fired last night as we are recording this. Uh, we got a lot of baseball talk and uh, major news. All of Ian's segues are going to be natural because he didn't fill anything out here. So it's not like he's trying. He's not hitting fifteen <laughs> through thirty on the list. This is all natural. <laughs> Ian segues today. Yeah, we all we uh, segues over children. Uh, Get excited. Uh, yeah, that's very good. Now Phil Nevin, two two major league managers who won World Series were both fired within thirty six hours or forty eight hours. I wonder if that's ever happened before. I just it just occurred to me. I was like, ah, oh, Girardi won in two thousand nine. Uh, Madden won, right? Didn't Madden win? Or no, Madden, Madden won with the Cubs. Yeah, he won with the Cubs. With mm-hmm. the Cubs, he won. And they were both manager of the year. Wasn't Girardi manager of the year for the Marlins? And then got like, yeah, yeah. We could. I'd love to talk about Joe Girardi. I mean, that guy. Who's having watched him for so many years as manager? I'm I'm sorry for him, you know. But uh, also, they both were quite candid after they left. <laughs> Wait, do you like Girardi or not? That was not very clear. Mm, no, no, right, I don't okay. like him as a manager. I think he, I, I actually think the Phillies could turn it on now. I think that, and and you have an interesting thing in here about Joe Adele and Joe Madden, and I, I that was what I thought of last night. I was like, well, this, and now with the Mike Trout injury last night, which was, uh, you know, sort of the inevitable <laughs> non non surprise. Uh, maybe Joe Adele does get some playing time because maybe Madden was holding him back. Well, I wrote this. So I wrote this rundown uh, after it happened. And I'm oh, you know, Joe Adele, he's going to start playing. And they're not going to screw with him anymore. Because I mean, when you read Joe Adele's exit interview, I guess, when he was optioned, it was kind of like, I don't know, man. Like I, like, I was heating up. I was doing all right. I, you know, I got these numbers that support it. 
Um, you know, Madden would put him in and put him out, whatever. Maybe it was uh, Perry Manassian who was messing with it, but because um, if you read Joe Madden's interview yesterday, Ken Rosenthal got him like right after he got fired. Yeah, weird. He had, he had some very, like you just said, very candid and open things to say. Mm. And it sounds very disgruntled about uh, maybe some meddling and a lot of analytics stuff. And anyway, point is, Joe, <laughs> Joe Adele's first game without Joe Madden as manager doesn't start. So good times. I don't know what this means. Well, if, if if Trout's out, DUR, if Trout's out, does Adele get the job, you think? Yeah, I think that's the that's the path to the the big playing time. I don't think it's necessarily the the managerial change in and of itself that was gonna totally change the the fortunes of, of Joe Adele. And you know, this is a team that I think caught a really tough break of schedule and then flopped at the absolute worst time, right? Because you're going up against a lot of potential playoff teams. They got swept by the Blue Jays. They got swept by the Yankees. They got swept in Philly by a possible wild card team. Philly on the road can be a little tough. And then now two more losses against the Red Sox. And Joe Madden, to me, was becoming the professor with tenure. And when you Ooh. become a professor with tenure, you kind of just say what's on your mind. And usually <laughs> there's not a consequence for it because you've got tenure. And I'd, I, I was always curious, you know, with... With the way this organization has failed time and time again throughout the better part of the last 20 years, the way they've looked up at the Astros for most of the last half decade, all of the last half decade, is this Perry Manassian or is this just Artie Moreno? Is this Best just, owner in baseball. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Yeah, don't baseball. go there. <laughs> all of this, everything you've seen with the Angels for the better part of the last 20 years, there's one common denominator and that's Artie Moreno. And in any other walk of life, wouldn't we hold him more accountable? Why aren't there more stories about Artie today? I mean, he's he's hiring uh, he's hiring his employees for ten years and paying them top dollar on the market. Uh, at least the ones in the major leagues. It doesn't make sense, though. It doesn't <laughs> make know, sense. <laughs> the Angels, like the the fact that they're not good, right? I think culture matters a lot. And but but look, Mike Sosha was a really strong manager. I mean. In the early aughts, he won a World Series. He he was always considered a really good manager. I, I don't like Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus is a bad manager. Sorry, I'm just. It's all about how you walk out to pick it. You know, to take your pitchers out. Like to me, like that. I've, we've talked about. This, I've talked about this on the show before. Like you walk out, and the way you look at the guy as you come out tells me a lot about what kind of a manager you are. Joe Madden, so Brad Ausmus bad, but Joe Madden is supposed to be a really great manager. I mean, he was a great manager in Tampa. He was a great manager in Chicago until the team was on its way, you know, kind of on the wrong direction. It's 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 weird. It's weird. You would think like my son and I were watching the Yankees and the Angels. I think it was Friday night. He was like, it's really Otani and then Trout, dad. And I was like, yeah, it really is. He's like, that's just too good. How do you beat that team? And I was like, people do it all the time. They do it all the time. <laughs> and then we're talking about Aaron Judge. And uh, and I said to him, I was like, you know, let's enjoy him because he may not be around next year. He's like, what? I was like, look, he he may not. And he's like, that's that would be awful. I said it would be. That is a good life. That is a good life lesson. Uh, you're like you know, harsh business lessons and life lessons taught by Aaron Judge leaving the Yankees to your son. It would be devastating if Aaron Judge left the New York Yankees for my for my son, for Yankee fans. He's not going to leave like they they will not let him leave. He's too good in every aspect of the game. In fact, John Heyman. Well, he can and, leave. 
He can just no, say you can. guys screw, you, you had a chance. You guys yeah. lowballed me. You screwed no. me around. Yeah, but but the upside of him being a lifetime Yankee and truly like on one hand maybe be a top five. Yeah, I said to him the Angels because Tyler Wade's there and he and Tyler Wade are, are good friends. And he's like, wait a minute, so it would be Otani Trout Judge? Like, what would that be? I said that would be a really really good baseball team. And uh, but no, I I think I think if the Yankees are remotely fair with him they throw him a seven or eight year 36 million dollar contract they make him he's worthy i think of being the highest paid player in baseball at this point he's the best i think he's the best player in baseball right now guys what do you think Mm. best player in baseball i don't know if that's a hot take i mean he's yeah right now yeah but will he be in september yeah results based right he's on pace to be a 10 win player this year so yeah I mean, what is right. a ten, when was the last time there was a 10-win player? I'm going to venture a guess that it was Mike Trout, and it was the last time Mike Trout right. was healthy for a full season. Okay, so, so I mean, and watching him every day in center field, he there was one ball that he didn't get to that I was like, ooh, maybe a different center fielder gets that. Everything else, he's dominant out there. Like, he's really, he's good defensively. He, he runs the bases well. Take it out of fantasy. I'm just talking baseball for a minute. He's the best player in baseball. Who's better? Who can we put in his category right now as as good? Just forget contract, forget age, forget everything else. Just baseball player. You're going to play a game. Who do you want on your team? Do you guys want Aaron Judge or Juan Soto? By the way, I'd like to point out when everyone was crapping on me uh, for my Artie Moreno pick, Aaron Judge was the face of my franchise. And not only that, not only was already, but I remember last year when you said, I'm going to take Judge at eight. And we were like, don't take Judge at eight, take him at 23. And you were like, I don't care. He's the best. I was just thinking about that, actually, as I was, as I was talking about Yeah, but you but, know, he could get hurt next week and be out for three to four weeks of the hamstring and then come back and tweak it. And then we're just going to be like, oh, there we go. That's Judge again. Okay. You know, 100, 100, 100 games. There it is. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But for right now, with 22 home runs, what is he hitting? Like 310 or something with an OBP of 440 or something? How about Pete Alonso? Put him up against Pete Alonso. No chance. Not even close. Alonso uh, is uh, not for me. Not even close. Batting average no. the same. Power the same. Yeah, but fielding, Alonso's not not good out there. Alonzo plays 162 games, though, most of the time. Not after what happened last night. He's not. No. He's he's going to be out at least today, if not for a lot longer after he got hit by that pitch with you, Darvish, which was also a weird play that was actually a swing. I, I, I was watching you, Darvish, very carefully because we have him in main event. We have him everywhere. And I was like, it was the first inning. He hit like three people in the first two innings. Alonzo might be out because that was a bad that was a bad hit, but he did swing the bat. If anyone was watching, he did swing. It should have been a strike, not a hit by pitch. But who? Okay, Pete Alonzo. No, I take Aaron Judge because of the glove and because of the speed and because of the base running. So just pure like bat to ball, I get it. But I'm talking about fully rounded player. For me, it's Judge 100. percent DVR. There are three players that I think definitely okay, are in the conversation. I here think Mookie like Betts this. is in the conversation. I think Jose Ramirez is in the conversation. Uh, I think yeah. now that he's healthy again, Ronald Acuna Jr. is back in this conversation. Okay. But not Those Juan three Soto? Players. In Soto, yeah. Soto absolutely was. Here's the problem. Are we, if we're just grading what's happened already, that's one thing. If we're talking right, about no, who's going to be the best hitter for the rest of the season and who's going to be the best hitter for the next two, three, four, whatever number of years, those are all different questions. I think if you're saying... We're redrafting a five by five fantasy league today for the rest uh-huh. of the season. The stats accrued so far don't count. Don't count. Who are you taking at one one, or which hitter goes off the board first? If you want to take a pitcher first, I but can, again, I'm not talking that. fantasy, so stolen bases aren't as valuable for Acuna or Betts. 
Why are we talking fantasy on a fantasy show? I think that's Betts' defense is a is a difference. Betts' defense is a difference. You're right. So okay, maybe it's so it's Betts or Judge. Okay, or Cunha. Cunha hit two home runs yesterday. Recency bias, ladies and gentlemen. So Betts or Cunha or who was the other? Oh, Jose Ramirez, also excellent. All right, so. You know what? I we're splitting hairs a little bit here. So top four player in baseball, Jose Ramirez signs a sweetheart gun to your head deal. Mookie Betts signs the kind of deal I'm talking about. And Ronald Acuna signs the sweetheart hometown deal. Do you give do, guys, do you give Aaron Judge eight years? Seven years is obvious to me. Do you give him eight years, 320 million? Aaron Judge to the New York Yankees. I think somebody's going to, man. I mean, Topps gave him his own set of cards and uh, you know, like he's a he's a star. He's a right. you know eight years. So you he's face on a banner. Face you know, I'm sure face Jordan the franchise. Brand ambassador, you know? I yeah. went to Dick's Sporting Goods for Ben's birthday, and there were two jerseys there for the Yankees, which is absurd. I really wanted he already had a judge jersey. We wanted to get him an Anthony Rizzo jersey, who is a lot of fun to have as a guy on your team. The only two were Garrett Cole, who who wants to wear a Garrett Cole jersey? Sorry, he's just so sour. And Aaron Judge. And it was like, Aaron Judge is the face of this franchise. He is the reason people come. I say, absolutely, you give him eight years, $40 million a year, $320 million, You break the bank for him. There's no question. No question for me. I, having watching, watching him every day. Derek Van Riper, do you agree or do you disagree? And he's 30, and he is a large human with a decent number of injuries. It's a mix of the bad luck stuff and some of the soft tissue stuff. So I, I'm a little worried about how he's going to age from a, just a pure injury standpoint, even though I'm not that worried about power going away anytime soon. Like That's, that's going to be fine. What kind of defender is Judge going to be in the back half of that deal? And how much does that matter to you, right? I mean, it, it matters a lot. You're paying for the defense, too. You're absolutely paying for his defense. Hmm. You're paying for the defense. You're paying for the 70-grade defense defense, and 80-grade arm. 70-grade arm, not 80. 70-70 arm, 60 run, 65 hit, 80 power. That's what you're, and, and 80 makeup, 80 leadership. Just growing with his leadership. Getting a little bit more attitude. I'd say one more thing. I have a funny story. Go ahead, though. But I, I want to answer this. I would not give him the eight and three twenty right now. I would have tried to give him the nice extension two or three years ago. I would have given him two hundred yeah, million dollars right. when no one else would have. Sure, sure, sure. Right, and I would have had him through age thirty four. Now it's going to cost you eight three twenty. So you're a no on that. I think if you're Brian Cashman, you say we messed up. We should have signed this guy a few years ago. We would have had him through the, his early to mid thirties, and we would have got the very best of Aaron Judge. And at that point, it would have been easier for everyone to accept us not re-signing him, now he's kind of in the damned if you do, damned if you don't spot, right? If he, if he extends him and it doesn't go well, he'll wear it as long as he's still the GM of the Yankees, inevitably. And if he lets him go and Judge goes somewhere else and is good for two, three, four, five years. Eight years. You're going to hear about that too, right? If he's good for the whole eight years, it's going to be a recurring mark against him. He just, there's there's like nothing he can do right in the situation. Nando Defino. Uh, if I'm the Yankees, yeah, no. If I'm another team, yes. Okay, I, I, you guys, I'll tell you, as the guy who watches more Yankee games than anybody else on this show, by far, if the Yankees do not sign Aaron Judge, well, I don't know if you had to add by far. 
Well, I watch every game. We don't know how much DVR, we don't know how much DVR watches. DVR is watching the Brewers. You're not watching the Yankees. You know, you know, you're watching when you're watching. But I'm watching. My wife likes to watch the Yankees. Ben likes to watch the Yankees. My older son likes to watch the Yankees. Um, if they don't sign Aaron Judge, you're gonna have you're gonna have a bunch of Yankee fans who are gonna jump ship to whatever team Aaron Judge joins. If Aaron Judge becomes a Met, <laughs> I'm gonna become a Met fan. Aaron Judge is my absolute all-time favorite New York Yankee player to watch for my entire life. That's Reggie Jackson, Greg Nettles, Dave Winfield, Steve Kemp. That's a little joke for you. Um, (laughs) All the way up to Mattingly, through Jeter, through Bernie Williams. Mariano was close. Mariano was close. Judge is my all-time favorite Yankee player in every every way. Love watching him play the game. Love watching him in the dugout. Love everything about him. So I'm an Aaron Judge fan, maybe. More than I'm a New York Yankee fan. Damned if they don't, DVR. Damned if they don't. I think they got Juan Soto out there a couple of years from now in free yeah. agency. If he gets the free agency, I'd rather I'd rather break the record for will be then a 25 year old Juan Soto than push the record for AAV for a position player now for 30 year old Aaron Judge. I hear you, and it's you're probably right. And I hate big contracts, but you can't let Aaron Judge go. Like you just can't. Like you can't let him go. He, he he has to be a New York Yankee. Let him go to the Mets. I'm telling you, let him go to the Mets. I will I will start driving to freaking Queens. I got a hookup. I got and I got a hookup there. I got a good hookup there. Take trains. Yeah, that's that sounds like a lot of extra effort. I think I I'm I'm gonna be curious to see how this one plays out if uh, if Judge leaves. If he goes to the Mets. I'm I am I will call Harold Kaufman. I will my tennis partner who's the head of publicity who brought me and a couple of friends onto the field into the clubhouse like three years ago. He's like, You never want to come back? I'm like, I'm a Yankee fan. He's like, Yeah, but you get to like you, you don't want to come back? I'm like, Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. Sorry, buddy. Aaron Judge goes I know there. Bernie Gorman, man. This stuff doesn't impress me. <laughs> three three years ago was a lifetime ago in Mets fanhood, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, he, he, you know, he's, 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 he's a big, big shot there and kicks my butt in tennis. He's very good. He's very, very good. He used to beat me just too much. All right, let's get back well, to some fantasy relevant yeah, stuff. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. But that was fun. Look, damned if we do, damned if we don't, damned if we don't. That's how I want to leave it. Hold on one minute, though. I, I, have, I have a fantasy question about Judge. I think we should answer this since we spent so much time talking about him. We talk about long term value and trading players at the right time all the time. So, mm-hmm. you're, would you not make the argument that trading Aaron Judge today in a keeper dynasty league, if you're not in a situation where you're winning with him right now? <laughs> Obviously, most people that have Judge right now are doing really well. But if you had a team that was probably not going to win this year, okay. and Aaron Judge was on it, how do yes. you not trade him right now? Because this is. This is peak value. We've never talked about Aaron Judge in this stratosphere before. Let me let me say this to you. There is one league that I'm in that I partner with Steve Gardner in, which you are also in. And I'm wondering if you're referring directly to that league where XFL, where we are in a full rebuild. Like this is our bad year and next year we're going for it. Like we are going and we're set. We got Julio Rodriguez. We got Corbin Carroll. We got Adley Rutschman. We got Andrew Vaughn. We are set. We have Aaron Judge. He is the one player we do not move. We just don't move him. You don't trade him. If you have Aaron Judge, for me, I traded, Wilson Caraman and I traded uh, Raphael Devers two years ago in a very controversial trade, and we got back Aaron Judge as the main piece, Frankie Montas, and Justin Turner in an OBP league. That I still love that trade. What if someone said, I will give you Wander and Tristan McKenzie 
and Jorge Lopez. And I'm just, so I'm just, so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to form a deal where you get a little long-term value. Uh, you know, I think you need to know uh, Jorge Lopez. I'm just thinking of if you need saves. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 a piece for this year. This is also a contract league. It's also a contract and OBP league, right? So it, the contracts are everything in this league. And and believe it or not, Judge is cheap still. He's a sixteen dollar plus three every year, so he's keepable for another five years. Wander would be keepable for eight years. It's an interesting idea. That's what you kind of need to get. Like you, I would need to get like a, I, I think I would have been open to trading him for Tatis, who's on a nine dollar contract. But that's about. It would have that's to be. Ta- would it be Tatis and Tatis and? No, how about probably. I would. And, how about Tatis and Adalberto Mondesi for Aaron Judge? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Mondesi. It's weird because there's only 15 keepers in this league, which really changes the dynamics. It's. I. I. I, I still don't like <laughs> this. I, I like DVR's version of this league that I'm in better than I like this version in terms of setup. That. But the other version is like you play with the granddaddies of fantasy baseball. I mean, DVR and I get to play with Zola and Brian Walton and Perry Van Hook and Chandler and like, you know, once a month, except DVR didn't show up this week, this month. Oh, um, DVR. Yeah, DVR. We were on vacation with family and doing other things or something. Yeah, I was multitasking during that reserve draft, so I made my picks and was gone. Oh, you were there. Oh, you were there. You just weren't on the Zoom. Got it. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, but I, no, I just, but also I'm just a judge. I'm a sucker for judge. And plus John Boyd did that video. If you haven't watched it yet about make the F an adjustment, make the F an adjustment. My son played in his championship game this past Saturday. The team won. Very cool. Fun to watch. His first time up, he strikes out on a pitch that was a little bit low. And my son's like six feet tall uh, and he's 13. And he, as he walks away from the from the batter's box, he's shaking his head and smiling. And so at the end of the game, I said, and he was like muttering something under his breath. And, and we've watched that video so many times. And I said to him, what did you say? And he goes, I was just shaking my head going, make the effing adjustment. I'm taller than that. Make the effing adjustment. So that was pretty, <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty fun. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, fantasy baseball. Back to fantasy baseball. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Take the lead. Well, I don't know. Do you want to pick? I mean... You could trade Kopech or McClanahan. Is this redraft okay, we'll go, or we'll go right to the next one. Yeah. This is... Uh, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Let's help everybody. I'm Because I'm, I'm looking at this like... I'm in a league where I have amazing pitching and bad hitting. It's ale only. I think we talked about this uh, league a few times. Um, and it's that team uh, that you guys wouldn't let me keep Nestor Cortez in. But I have, I still have <laughs> a pretty good team. I got uh, McKenzie and McClanahan. I got Michael Kopech. Um, and uh, the prices don't matter, I don't think. Um, prices always Fra- matter. Oh, I got Frankie Montas at, I got Frank- Frankie Montas at 11, McKenzie for 5, McClanahan for 10, Michael Kopech for 10. Um I don't know, the closers, you know, Joe Barlow, Jorge Lopez. I got Glenn Otto for 10. He's coming around. AJ Puck, who I thought would be doing one thing or another, but he's not doing either. Um, but the point is, I'm trying to get hitting because my hitting's so, like, I'm like at an 18 to 36 split, and I'm within striking distance of first. I'm in fifth right now, but it's still, like, very fluid, but I'm falling behind very quickly and uh, in home runs and runs and all that good stuff. I got Shane Baz coming back. Um, I got a good team. So, I'm offering my stud aces, and I'm like, I got these four guys. Who does anyone want? I just need a bat. And the best I got right now is McClanahan for Ryan Mountcastle, which I think I'm going to no. do. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. 100%. I don't want to intervene on your teams because no. I, I hate it because yeah. five years from now, you're going to send me a text and tell me I wouldn't that let you trade I just got McClanahan for, for Mountcastle and McClanahan <laughs> got hurt or something. But Shane McClanahan could be the best pitcher in yes. fantasy in yes. the not-so-distant future. He's starting to put together that case. He might be that guy right now. Might be. Yeah, could be. He might I'm be a first-rounder in drafts if we're drafting for the rest of the season, if you we're drafting for 2023. first round right now? Second round, the latest. The main thing that works against him is the possible workload restrictions. They might be a little careful with yeah. his innings at a few spots and just try and make sure he's good to go for the playoffs. But Shane McClanahan is that good. It is pure fill. So good. He could go 1-1 in drafts someday. That is possible. Wow. What a thing to say. That's wild. I because win that's, this how, that's how the high stakes market works, right? They, yeah. You know, De- DeGrom gets to that spot. McClanahan has underlying skills now. Yes. With a high K rate, a great walk rate, does everything you need to do to yeah. be that kind of pitcher. Boy, am I, I, I that's a that's a miss on my part. I mean, not again, you can miss on guys. It's not a problem at all. But um, I just he wasn't a consideration for me, really, this offseason. And watching what he's doing every five days, it's like you, you just expect it to go well. And then it does. Like he He's an absolute he who's better than him this season. Is there anybody better than him this season? I don't well, think Michael so. Kopech has better numbers if you don't count strikeouts and peripherals. <laughs> oh, I, I need to get hit on body language, by the way, because Jameson Tyone and the body language. Remember that tweet that we got uh, the night that he was throwing the perfect game? Um, yeah, no, Kopech's not in the ballpark to me of McClanahan. Personally, this is just for me. Like, I, if you said, Ian, I, you have Ryan Mountcastle and you could get either McClanahan or Kopech, I would take either of them in a heartbeat and feel uh, brilliant about it. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, McClanahan is just like I'm going to look up like where he is on the on the ranking. So he has to be top three. Has to be top three. I can't think of anybody who's better. Who's better? The RotoWire earned value tool has Verlander higher. Verlander, okay, Verlander has one more win and a lower WHIP. And that was after yesterday. After last night. That was after last night. 
Right. But McClanahan's strikeout rate is a lot higher. I think, you know, obviously we're talking about the future Verlander at his age, McClanahan at his age. That's a, a factor in the decision here, yeah, too. Yeah, that's it. Well, McClanahan and Alec Manoa and Sandy yeah, Alcantara, Manoa. those guys are all up in that yep, top five right it. now. Verlander, McClanahan, Alcantara, Manoa, Musgrove. I am definitely going McClanahan. Dynasty right now. Oh, it's hard to say. I love Manoa so much. But those, I mean, you know, that those are, those are your top three to me in Dynasty right now. In, in ter- well, I don't know. McClanahan's just, I, I don't like this phrase, but sick. He's sick. He's got 89 strikeouts in 64 innings. That's insane. With 2.1 ERA and a .92 whip. That's insane. He's so good. I'm still uh, I'm still on Corbin Burns as the the actual number one pitcher in the game in fantasy. He's only got yeah, three okay. wins this year. That's why he's lagging in the in the earned value numbers. But mm-hmm. 84 to 13 strikeout to walk ratio in 68 in the third innings, 250 ERA, .92 yeah. whip. Doing it yeah. again. Just yeah, more yeah. of the I same. That one. Yeah, I think you guys are right. Cole, I think you're gonna get some legacy Cole in that first round too. That maybe jumps ahead of McClanahan. Yeah, you could see that. I could see the Tarek Skubal, Kyle yeah. Wright. Yeah, Tarek Skubal, baby. Uh, Martin Perez. We talked about Martin Perez on the show a number of weeks ago. I hope people listened when we said that, and I hope you didn't listen when we said the bad stuff, when we said the dumb stuff. But this is this was one of the smart stuff we said. Um, I love Alec Manoa so much. He's such a badass. I just like badasses. And I was trying to figure out, I was talking to Robert Mershak ah, this morning because we had a really good night last night in uh, with you, Darvish, and with uh, Gregory Soto, who has been phenomenal. This is all in the main event. And so we were kind of like, we, we don't talk if everything blows up, but then the next morning, if everything's like, oh my God, look what happened. That's really good. Um, we were we were talking about um, uh, Alec. No, we're talking about Omar Narvaez. And I was trying to figure out why I liked Omar Narvaez so much, why I always try to get Omar Narvaez. And it has nothing to do with baseball. It has nothing to do with hitting. It has to do with, and DVR, tell me if I'm right about this. He's so good behind the plate, and as a former catcher, like if his pitcher throws a good pitch, he points at him. We talked about this Kyle Hagashioka once. He points at him like, "Atta boy, keep it going." And I just love that. I just love that. That's the best part of baseball. Guys who are just like, mm, "Give me, come on now, give me some of that." Nestor Cortez has all of that. Love it. Baseball's Nestor fun. Cortez could have been. Imagine if he was still on this team. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I can't believe I just got baited into Nando's question. We didn't. No, you know what we said? All, all I said, this is how I said it and how I'll say it from now on. Shane McClan- If I were to get Shane McClanahan for Ryan Mountcastle, I would throw a freaking party. Doesn't mean don't do it. It might happen. If- it might happen. I need it. It's the type of trade where if someone in my league makes that trade, if yeah. someone's willing to take Mountcastle back from McClanahan, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't think I want to play in this league anymore because if people are making trades like that, it's really hard for me to win unless I'm the one winning that trade. And I don't that that's such a lopsided trade in my head. It, it would just infuriate me to my core. It would take me out of chill mode <laughs> and put me back into throwing putters <laughs> it would, Wisconsin. It, mode. Would be, it would be back in Wisconsin. It'd be eating cheese. It'd be February 12th. <laughs> It'd be blizzarding <laughs> on a sheet of ice outside, and I would just be furious. Like, how? Who does that? Why would a person do that? Because he knows. Like desperate for offense. Yeah. Mountcastle. Yeah, Mountcastle's going to hit a lot of home runs. He's a top prospect. He's he's just he's a good player. He's just a solid player. Yeah, he's, but a solid great, player. he's a great player. You could get 
for him, for McClanahan right now, is it a redraft or is it Dynasty or it's this is Dynasty. This is a nine keeper dynasty league. Nine keeper dynasty league. You could you could conceivably, if if the fit was right, you could get Manny Machado for him. No, I'm sorry, Ale only dynasty league. Oh, okay. Well, Ale uh, only Ale dynasty only. league. Wow. Okay. My Mountcastle hit 33 home runs last year, and I granted the fences are a little different now. No, the fences are so different right now. I mean, Ariel Cohen told me that each of these Orioles are only going to lose four home runs over the course of the season because of move back. He's not right. It's going to be a lot more than that. And the only person who seems to be able to hit it out there is Jorge Mateo, which is bizarre because he can't That's hit anything guy. else. Can't hit anything else. You could get Xander Bogarts for Shane McClanahan easy. Easy. Right now. Uh, I think Mount Castle has enough. more of what I need. I need power. More than anything, mm. and he's kind of mm-hmm. he's scoring runs too. I mean, for whatever that's worth, no. mm. he's scoring runs. All right, now I'm meddling. Now, now I'm meddling. No, no, no. We're just talking. No, we're not meddling. Score, we're, please. No, we're not meddling. We're just sort of giving presenting what we think in in a vacuum in a nine keeper dynasty league. You could get for that for Shane McClanahan. Do not sell McClanahan short for what he can bring back. It's Bogarts plus something else probably back yeah. in the return in uh, that format. But, but, what about Mountcastle and Adele? This guy also has Adele. That's actually how we started mm-hmm. talking. I still still <sighs> wouldn't even want to go down that path. I nah, think I wouldn't do the, that the great thing about having a young you ace could, like Shane McClanahan is you can get a five-category bat back in return. Those Cedric, players yeah. are so hard to get. You could get Bogarts and Mullins right now, maybe. Uh, if you, threw, yeah, you could at least aim for that level. Absolutely, and, yeah. And maybe yeah, you, you could throw one more piece back in. This is not an easy league to trade in. I mean, there are other complications. Oh, is this one? Is this this league where you got to replace the player for the player yeah. in the same spot? Yeah, that's oh, a problem yeah. too. You got to like, I got to. There's got machinations on the other end. Wait, wait, wait. How about Buxton? You could get Buxton for McClanahan easy. Well, here's the other problem. So these guys you're naming are on teams in the you know first or second. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but the team I'm talking to is in seventh. But they, they need pitching. I'm, I'm looking at the two teams that really need pitching. They're okay. like two teams where they're balanced the other way that I am. And uh, anyway, well, let's that's not, a great place to trade the boring wait, wait, of this league. It's not boring at all because this is this is an important thing to say. When you have a premium piece like a Shane McClanahan or a Sandy Alcantara or an Alec Manoa or a Corbin Burns, even if somebody has good pitching, your pitching can always get better. And to get a guy like that, just to just to get, I, I think what DVNR both are kind of hoping for you is not that you don't make trades, not that you don't get Shane McClanahan off your team. You should do that if that's your instinct and that's what you think you should do. But you can aim higher, and it's worth reaching out to everybody saying, "I don't know if you put it on the block." I did. Did oh yeah, it? I did my trick, and it, it worked to a degree. Or like Bobby Witt, you could get Bobby Witt for Shane McClanahan. I have Bobby Witt, <laughs> okay. but it's a good point for people who are listening and don't have Bobby Witt. But that's the level. Like Corey Seager wouldn't be enough. So nope. Corey, for me, Corey Seager for Shane McClanahan would not be enough. DVR, do you agree with me on that? I agree with you on that. Here's my my issue with Ryan Mountcastle, who I've apparently had an issue with ever since he's been in the big leagues. I don't dispute that there's consistently too many home good runs, power. Right? He's got eight and forty five games so far this year. Because they changed the park, thirty three might be a career high for him. He might be in the mid twenties, high twenties, low thirties. But he's one of those sluggers that doesn't get on base a lot. And you're not in an OBP league. But it matters because this is the type of profile that yeah. hangs around on a team that's rebuilding and year four, year five of, of club control. When it gets expensive in arbitration, he gets non-tendered and then he ends up signing a $5 million deal somewhere else and having to compete for a job. It's such a replaceable skill set in the eyes of major league GM. Because not great fielder too. Right. So there's like not a great defensive position. There's not a high OBP. I think the lack of a high OBP could actually keep him more like in the 
like six, seven range of a good lineup. If he ends up on a good team someday, like that's that's on the table. Also, I see so many ways this profile goes wrong. And I see other players that pop into the player pool that can do very similar things, even in deep dynasty leagues. That's why I don't trade for a player like Ryan Mountcastle. It's not Mountcastle specifically. It's that 250s, 310, you know, 440 slash line. Like I think that's pretty easy to go get. Well, this is a team. I cannot fix this team by free agency. I have to fix it by trade. And if no one's going to trade me anyone, then I'm stuck. And if the best offer I get is Ryan Mountcastle, just help me to get like those extra 11 homers pace wise that I need. Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, like I might trade two of my pitchers for a couple of bats. Like I just need to do it to get some balance because the teams we can't do it on its own. But also keeper, keeper, keeper. You know the value of McClanahan. I, I actually have the perfect guy for you. I know the perfect guy you can trade. The guy won't trade Luis Robert. I tried. That would that would that would be appropriate. But the the guy I'm thinking about, if he's if he's competing, he will make this trade possibly. Is Wander Franco? You could get Wander Franco for uh, Shane McClanahan right now. I don't know about that. In this league, I don't think people like Shane McClanahan as much as you two do. That's my hunch. That's possible. I guess. I would just be surprised if a team that needed pitching in a dynasty league didn't want to make I that would, move. I, would. I, think, I think Ian's right, though. I think you probably, when he was mentioning Bogarts, I think that's kind of the sweet spot. Because I think when you try to go young ace for young position player, I think that's harder for people to justify in their minds. If the, the reason person that has Wander now has always had Wander... They're probably not cashing out Wander at a discount. Except the only the only thing is the the, the the way it would work is if that player, if that team is competing and Wander's on the IL. This is the team so, in second place within the point of first. And they have Wander? They got Wander on the IL. He's and actually a is, dead spot. They haven't replaced him yet. So do you have a shortstop you can add to it too? I got Bobby Witt Jr. No, nah, that's not going to do it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, let me see. Here no. Here's, oh, oh no, actually, no, this no, is no. great. This is a great normal segue. My shortstop's Isaiah Kiner for Leffa, who I'm not going to let go. And the middle infielder got Bobby Witt, and then I got Kevin Smith. You give him, you give him Isaiah. You offer him absolutely Isaiah. not. Kiner for Leffa's got <laughs> 30 runs scored and eight steals. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Kiner for Leffa is the cornerstone of this franchise. <laughs> Kiner for Leffa is really struggling in the field. He is the most underrated player in fantasy baseball. Okay, there's your segue. Segways are for children. We're going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> who said that? Segways for children. My old, my my oldest friend, my oldest, like you know, it's hard to say when you're 50 years old, your best friend. But the guy who I've been hanging out with since I'm 23 years old, he would listen. You know, we'd be hanging out, and he's like, "How do we get to that conversation?" And I said, "I don't know. It's just it's where my head went." And he goes, "Yeah, that's right. Segways are for children." And so I always sort of keep that as a you know, it's a he's the same guy who came up with "I love it, I love it." Very funny. No, that's not you. I thought that was you. Yeah, I thought no, that was you, man. No, oh, I apologize. No, I, if I never gave. Jay Reese, my oldest and best friend in the wide world, who is a, uh, one of the funniest men in the world and one of the best screenwriters, he's he's the dude. Uh, Jay Reese is the creator of I Love It. I love it. And that's how he said it. And then he, I looked at him. I was like, that's so funny. And we share stuff. So like there was one day where we, he was he was a playwright for a long time and I would write with him. And, you know, we were talking about this pizza and I was like, it's so fresh. You could you could taste the soil. And he was like, that's a good line. I like that. You could taste the soils. Like, you could use that. So we share lines. This is Jay Reese, uh, the R-E-I-S-S. Yes, that's right. The Oranges, there to be different family therapy? That's the one. He played a Christmas uh, caroler in the Oranges. 
he wrote and produced. Yeah, he's, he's the writer this. also, but I was just right, looking at so his actor yeah. two credits. No, he he was on Broadway in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee with Dan Fogler, who we spoke about a few weeks ago. In man, uh, that is a good. That is, I would urge everyone to go watch the offer. It's a really good show. Is it good? Did it work? Uh, so far, like I think there's only one episode left where I'm at. I'll tell you who's going to be a big star: Bobby Cannavale's kid. Uh, he's going to be a big star someday. Bobby Cannavale has a kid who's an actor. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's just like he looks familiar enough where I'm like, wow, this guy's got some charisma. But is his last name Cannavale? Yeah. All right. Well then, oh, no, it's not his son. It's his brother. Bobby Cannavale has a brother who's like, I'm much pretty younger. Sure. Yeah, a little bit younger, quite a bit younger. I mean, not. I don't think Cannavale has a. How old was the guy? Like twenty? Yeah, he looked kind of. I mean, he's a young up and coming mobster. Jake Cannavale. This show is really, uh, really something. I never, I never know where we're going to end up. No, nope, it's true. <laughs> sorry, Denver. It's, let's sorry, get back to some Isaiah <laughs> okay. Kiner Falefa. I thought we were going to get to the, I bought a box of Doctor Who cards. He's or 27 Texas years old. things up in the infield. Now he's 27. Then he's, I think he's kind of Ollie's brother. Uh, like William Contreras. No, no Bobby like, Cannavale is like 50. I guess it's the mid, well, whatever. I, I'm, I, it can be looked up. I'm sure. I'm Sydney sure you Lumet can look- is his grandfather. What does that mean? Don't trade Shane McClanahan for Bobby Cannavale in your AL Dynasty League, Nando. <laughs> Don't do it. His his parents are Bobby Cannavale and Jenny Lumet. Okay. Well, there you go. I, I want to know about these Aaron Judge wow, baseball Lena cards. Lena Horns is great-grandmother. I want those Aaron Judge baseball cards. I need to figure uh, out they actually those. They're out of control on eBay now. They went, I think you could buy them for $19.99 uh, on Tops when they came, and the boxes are now $49.99. Uh, they might have gone down. I might do. I might buy that anyway. I, Actually, I might spend the extra. I bought, I had two tickets for the Jedi night at Yankee Stadium where I bought them up. I got them cheap because the day moved and I couldn't go because Ben was sick. And so uh, I gave them to his 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 travel team coach. And I just said to him, you just got to get there early enough to get me the Yoda bobblehead dolls and you can have the tickets. And so I showed it to the game on Saturday. He's like, yeah, no, they were all gone. I was like, damn. So then I went on eBay and I bought one for him. I bought one for him. Because I, that was I nice. Like, you, I like my two kids a lot. They're very nice guys. I They're imagine fun. that you, when you buy something on eBay, have like a conversation back and forth with the seller. A little I, bit call too. I call them. I call them. I try to <laughs> I try to get them down. I say like I'll throw in a third. Come on, I'll throw in a third. Can we bring this down ten bucks? No, I just buy stuff. One of the, I bought baseball gloves on eBay. That's the way to go, man. Baseball gloves on eBay. You get a baseball glove that's already worked in for twenty five bucks. I bought a catcher's glove. Because Ben started pitching, I bought a catcher's glove for twenty five bucks. That is otherwise three hundred and fifty bucks. But it's a dad who got rid of because I called him. His name is Steve, and Steve and I <laughs> talked. <laughs> I don't know kidding. if you're making this up or not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that part. Of me. That's that's the worst part. It sounds like an eBay commercial. Like I think we got to bring this to eBay and be like, "Hey, we got an idea for Listen, a commercial." We need that in Vivid Seats. We need to get a coupon code, guys. Where's my coupon code for Vivid Seats, not Vivid.com? Vivid Seats. Isaiah Kiner Falefa is only rostered in 36% of leagues. He's he's he he's about that's about right, no? He's appropriately rated by everyone except for me. I always underrate him and I'm wrong. He's um in my world, he's the new Whit Merrifield. He's not that guy in terms of his actual roto value. He's that guy in terms of guy that I'm always wrong about. I just think he is what he is. He's exactly what you see. I think the question is, if you're front-running in the counting stats, he's got 12 RBIs this season, 30 runs scored, kind of buried in the lineup most of the time. He's fine with average. He gets you cheap steals. 
if you're front running in those other categories where he lags, does he fit? Sure. He's he's fine. He'll get you those bags, but he's still really a deep league player or a, a shallow league glue guy at best. He's good for so, AL only. Yeah, yeah great, great for AL. Great for AL only. only. Yeah. Good average. A lot of runs from the bottom of the order. I mean, if, imagine if he hits his way up to the top of that order. You know, a couple injuries happen this summer. Yeah, he's not going to happen. No. Well, you, know, you never know. Weirder things have happened, man. Do you, you live through the Luis Soho experience? You're not wrong. I could, I could, I can squint my eyes and see how he could be in the leadoff position for a couple of weeks. I could see that with if DJ LeMahieu got injured and Aaron Hicks gets well, but then they're leading off Judge. <laughs> right. Off. Yeah. Good point. Aaron Judge, the great Judge, the great. Well, he doesn't have to be one. You know, he could be. You can find his way to two. Yeah, Aaron Judge the Great on on the of the top Yankees of all time. He's on the first hand now. Jeez, come on, man! You're I think you're getting a little frothy at the mouth on this one. Dimaggio, Mantle, Judge. No, nah, he's probably not yet. Dimaggio, Mantle, Garrig, Ruth, Jeter. I think you got to say Jeter ahead of Judge. Hey, you definitely have to say Jeter ahead of Judge. Otherwise, I can't. But he's number six. He's right up seven. He's up there. Yogi Berra. Nah, it's, it's all right. Top 10. Top 10 Yankee of all time. I'm really stuck on this Cannavale family tree. This is crazy. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, DVR, what what fantasy baseball conversation do you want to have? We we did that. Cal, right? How about, how about Kevon Biggio? That's that's actually one I, we, I wanted to talk about last week, and we didn't. He's well, available he was, in a bunch of my leagues. Everyone dumped on him, but he's hot right now. Yeah, he was hot last week. He hasn't been playing much in the last three days. It's Espinal who seems to have really locked in that job. Yeah. But they're, they're moving Biggio around. I mean, they were moving Biggio around a little bit when Vlad was hurt. That team is getting good again. That team is about to just be very very good at baseball they're really good that lineup when when Tioscar hasn't really been hitting but just having him in there with Springer and with and Bichette's not even hitting and Vlad is just starting to hit and their pitching is good I mean a team is good the Blue Jays are good what Blue Jays mean? are good it means that they're gonna they they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs and they can make some noise and they could win they could make it to the World Series good. well I mean it's like I mean it's like it's too late to get um. Uh, oh man, I, I want to say Gabriel Marino, the other catcher. Kirk. Oh, Alex, Alejandro Kirk. Yes, Alejandro Kirk. Too late. Yeah, too, too, late. Late. too late. Too late. But can you overpay for him? Would you rather have him or Dalton Varsho? How about that, Diver? Varsho. Ian. You know, we we really went deep on Varsho last week. I think I'm going to say Varsho because better chance at full playing time. If Varsho actually completed, he's he's going to be a catcher next year now too. 
Is that he right? Got tw- he got 20 appearances at catch. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that, I mean, he will, uh, it, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, for fantasy in purposes. In most every league, he will be a catcher next year, which is crazy because he's going to bat lead off and play outfield every day. So. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a convert on Varsho. I'm a convert on Varsho. But the guy who I think is the best Diamonds back, Diamondbacks player, the best player on the team, isn't there yet. And Madison Bumgarner. No, he's there. I know. He won't. He won't be there for long. They're going to trade him. They should, and he'll do well when he gets traded too. He'll he'll pitch well in his next place. I think. I just have a feeling. Um, the best player in that whole system is Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll. Yeah, he is. I, I just picked him up in NL Tout Wars, um, and he's and I I'm going to take a zero for the week because I'm going to get a hero on my bench when he comes up. And he is a, an absolute game changer. I, Wait, you still have to do that? Still a rule in towers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you and add someone, you got to start him. When you add someone, you got to start him. And I've been doing it all. This is my first year in NL, and I've been doing it a lot. I did it with Luis Garcia for the Nationals. I picked him up for eleven bucks and stashed him. And he got I got zero stats, but now I have Luis Garcia. Whereas if he came up that week that he comes up, he's you're going to cost two hundred dollars to get him. So I rather take the zero instead of my you know whatever it was like it's also this weird thing where you have a swing player which is kind of awesome too so sometimes you can start nine pitchers and 14 hitters and sometimes you can or 13 hitters and no 14 hitters and and nine pitchers because you usually start 13 hitters maybe you get one extra or you could do like 10 pitchers and 13 hitters um and i like using that swing spot to bring up a guy i've got Cade cavalli on my bench i've got luis garcia on my bench and now i just picked up corbin carroll who i don't know if he's going to come up but if he comes up if he's up for the months of august and september he is going to hit in two months i'm going to put out a prediction seven home runs steal 11 bases hit 280 and will help people win leagues that's a lot that's a lot of numbers he just threw out there yeah I, I and OBP of 360. I mean, the guy is like the best player in the minor leagues right now. Ian, what are you sitting? Uh, top 20 main event, number one in NL tout. And Ian, uh, Ian actually got someone actually thought that this was shots fired from our sister podcast, Rates and Barrels. You know, Saris tweeted out, hey, you know, look at us in the top two and had the standings of one and two in AL labor. And it was him with like 102 and you with like 70. Um, and someone thought that was, was uh, shots fired at, at you and I because we weren't in the screenshot. It wasn't about that. I don't know, man. Is that you sure? Someone, someone was like, hey, that's that's, you know, trying to stir things up a little bit. The Internet is full of people that want to start all the time. And well, I don't dude, think know one of them. them. You got to beep yourself. <laughs> I mean, really, like the Internet, Twitter, it's 95 percent people that want to start. Whoa. Eno's in the 5 percent. Uh. So, so are you saying yes? Eno started a war between no, 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 whatever. Podcasts? It doesn't matter. No, 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 no absolutely not. So, uh, <laughs> main event right now we're at six. Uh, Ale Labor we're at two. I think we're at eight. I think I'm at seventy nine point five points. Eno has a very, very big lead. Um, similar to what I did last year, frankly, and he may break that record of one hundred and ten point five that I have. I mean, he's he's really his team is he's got Shane McClanahan. Um, and Dylan Cease got a really good team. It's still a little early. Um, and then in NL Tout, it's Phil Hertz and I have been trading back and forth first and second uh, for uh, the last like six, seven weeks. 
And I think right now he's in first with like 95 or six and I'm like 92 and Derek Carty's in third with 79 or something like that. And then Steve Gardner, 77. So yeah, in the three main leagues that, that I'm looking at every day, including devil's rejects, I think we're in second out of 20, uh, Wilson and I. So in the, but in the three main industry leagues that matter a lot to me, I, 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 you know, some people think that, that the industry leagues don't matter, that people don't try. People try a lot. People try hard and people care. But the other half, there's the other half don't try. You think? No, I, I, I think, think there people... are two or three who don't try. I know there's one who doesn't try. Who's that? Me. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's okay, not no. true. Uh, come on. No, it's uh, not true. Yeah. You care because it, do. it does matter. I mean, it matters. So yeah, right now things are looking good overall. Right now, I mean, a lot of the I feel a lot better main event at overall six then overall 25, which is where Rob and I were over the weekend after Taylor Rogers got blown up and someone else got blown up. And it was like, oh, God, here we go. Are we going to drop out? And then the last couple of days, uh, Hunter Green. We picked up Hunter Green about three weeks ago for $105. He came back and, around. Oh, time. my God. He just looks when he's it's all about mindset. And his mindset was just like, I'm going to take you out. What was the second? What was the second bid on that? 55. And I was surprised by it, it was so low. Because and Rob was like, do you, I, Rob said, I don't think we need to go that high. I was like, I, we need to, because we need to, we need to go that high. We want him. And he was like, I just don't think it's going to go that high. And it was we bid one ten, I think, and they bid fifty five. And he was like, told you didn't need to go that high. I was like, yeah, but we have Hunter Green now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who who cares at this point? It was right after his, you know, seven and two thirds no hit. And I was like, the guy's hellaciously good. And if he can figure it out, it can help us really climb. So, yeah, we've had a good week. But what, the other thing is fantasy baseball is so humbling. And DVR, I, I just have this in my head. DVR always saying it's and now it's June, but DVR going, it's May. Hard to remember, but totally true. We're only a third of the way through the season. So, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen anywhere. We can end up in we can end up out of the money in the main event. And that would be terrible. That wouldn't be terrible. It just wouldn't be as much fun as as how things are right now. But it should be fun, but there are also bad days. I'm telling you, people, you're going to have those moments. I called Rob Sunday morning, and I left him a message. I was just like, hey, things like this are going to happen, and we just have to kind of keep the faith of, of what we're doing, and we're doing it the right way, and just understand you're going to have days where you lose. It's like a 162-game season, and 60 of the games you're going to win, 60 of the games you're going to lose, and then it's what happens in the other 42 games that decides what kind of a team you are. So you're going to have nights in fantasy baseball, guaranteed, where you go, I lost tonight. <laughs> like, just overall, I, I got my butt kicked tonight. And that's going to happen. And then you're going to have nights where you hit eight home runs in your league with 13 RBI and 12 runs and four stolen bases and a... 0.89 whip over 20 innings and you're like I'm the greatest neither of them are true it's guy just sent me a picture of that last moment. night actually on Twitter his alerts of all the home runs that got hit while he was putting his kid to bed for 20 minutes yeah but I didn't want to retweet it because his phone background is his kids I thought that was weird but it was I mean that's like awesome you know the feeling you must have when you pick your phone up and you're like here's seven home runs my fantasy yes. team just hit and then when Keegan Thompson last night gave up seven runs for my NL Tau team and you're like, <laughs> I mean, that was what the weekend was. Marcus Stroman gave up nine runs on the NL Tau team. Like, I just, I don't even know how I'm sticking around, to be honest. ERA and WHIP is like three and three, but everything else is is so strong. But it, it's it it is baseball. It's it's not it's 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 just a full experience. It's just like life. There's good days and there are great days and there are days you wake up and you're just like, this sucks. I'm not happy with any of this. 
This is what that's what fantasy baseball is like, and and we get to play it, and it's fun, and I, I recommend everybody playing it because it's it's a fun experience. But you have to find a way to balance it. That's it. You just have to find a way to balance it. And when when you strike out, step away from the plate, shaking your head, and go make the effing adjustment. It's the best way to go. Trade McClanahan for Mountcastle if you must. If you must. Ian, now talk about fantasy football and how much you love it. Yeah. Uh, not McClanahan for Mountcastle. <laughs> I was in a great mood we'll when happens. I woke up. And I'm just, I'm Our afraid. Our last exchange was... <laughs> I'm afraid for you that you're going to make this trade and, and it's going to buy. Don't it has, be afraid. It has his, no impact on me. It, it, it has zero impact on me. And it, it, it does will. not matter. It does not. It'll matter. have a butterfly effect if I bring it up again. If it happens, and then weird things ensue. DVR, bleep that. Well, you're bleeping all your shits out. Bleep that part out, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw in the S word there, so you had to go to that spot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You could cut that. That's fair. Oh, look, if he's doing it, I've, look, I've edited swear words out before. And if you're doing it once, it's super easy to do it three times if you just hit the M button and mark it, you know, like so. Yeah, once once you got the beep locked and loaded, it's pretty easy to just. Yeah, you got the length. I mean, all swear words are essentially the same length. So, yeah. Yeah. Ian, if you want to throw one out there, go. Now's your chance. No, I think we're good. I, I think I, I closed with my clothes right there. And then the 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 construction DVR's apartment building is about to go. And then, you know, and then it's all hell breaks loose. And, you know, and we get with the three of us are going to catch up afterwards. We uh we didn't hit a lot of things that we should have. John, I just want to put John Gray's name out there for anyone listening. Like he's hot lately. I'm actually pursuing him. He got blown up last night. So his price, he got blown up last night. So his price should go down a little bit for you. Yeah. But he's hit the whip slow. A lot of strikeouts. I kind of like him. I kind of like him. him. I, I kinda... love him. Nice. Jay Reese. That's right. Jay, thank you, Jay Reese. Jay Reese coming to town. Oh, uh, maybe I can give him uh, the, the six rhubarb? rhubarb bottles and then he can give them to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, all right, officially, uh, we're going to be celebrating their first birthday in my basement, along with hey. the two uh, Mount Vernon calendars. Hey, the Mount Vernon calendars, you just hold them because in about 10 years, you're going to be getting a phone call from me saying, okay, it's on eBay for $13. Can I get them for nothing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're free. Oh, you got either free with six bottles what of rhubarb. What year are the calendars for? There's about to be five this bottles year? of rhubarb. Are they 2022 calendars? One's 2022 and one's Ooh. 2021. Ooh. I saved last year's for him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's going to work. It's going to work. Yeah. Anyway, we got to go. You're right. We got to go. They're about to start construction at DVR's uh, palatial estate. But it's nice to be back, guys. It's great to be back as a, the three-man booth. It's a good three-man booth. Oh, and one pro tip from an editor. There are really good columns today on the site. Uh, El Melchior's got the prospect watch. John Legeza has this crazy column on Jeffrey Springs and uh, name escapes me, but it sounds like an old man's name. Um, and uh, Melissa Lockhart has something great on our guy who's going to become, I think, mascot, mini mascot of the show, Jared Koenig, A's starter as of Wednesday night. So hey, wish on. him luck. Read the story. Uh, we got to go. For the man who's been Googling custom Mets Aaron Judge jersey most of this show, Ian Cobb. And I'm going to buy it for a discount after a phone call. For the guy who's just itching to say the S word one more time. Derek, I bet Steve Cullen already has an Aaron Judge Mets jersey that he wears. Didn't take the bait. Okay, we got to go. Thank you all for listening. We hope you had fun. Good luck with your teams. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Good talk. Good talk.